that's definitely on my agenda. What up? What up? What up, everyone? We out here, man. We out here. Um, are you prepared, my man, Fred Blaze French, with the Q and A? I I am very prepared for the Q and A on Comedy Score. So we need to shout them out their full Instagram name, so you know they get their due diligence. I would never want to be shorted, so I would never short gotcha. someone. All right, man. Well, I mean, yes, I'm, I'm ready when you are. We got the first question coming in from my boy Will underscore C. I like this question. I like I like all the questions too, but but this one's good. Um, what made the Rabbi Drew character actually happen? Well, first of all, shout out to Will and his uh, podcast on the board sports. So check that out. And uh, Will, man, I'm sorry to say it's not a character, man. I mean, a lot of people are. Uh... A lot of I don't know why Blaze is laughing right now. A lot of people have been saying you are Rabbi Drew. It's just not the case, man. He's actually been seen in Florida, not Florida, in California recently, and I'm back here in New York. So I mean, we are we're not the same guy. He's are, are you related to Rabbi no, Drew? Is just, there any? He's just an angry rabbi. No. I'm a nice guy. Got you know? it. True, true, and true, true, true. Really, I agree. He's just really angry, like he's just mad all the time. So he speaks Hebrew. He has a little bit of English once in a while when he gets mad. So yeah, that's not me, man. I don't I don't know what to tell you, Will. But uh, shout out to you and your podcast. I, um, I had a lot of fun doing your podcast, and uh, yeah, man, that's it, Will. Shout out to Will. And I definitely want to say shout out to Rabbi Drew if you're listening out there. He's been doing his thing. He's he's definitely drawing a lot of attention. The people are loving him, so I definitely want to give him a shout, shout out. Shout out to Rabbi Drew. I mean, he called me a few times, but he's just always so angry. But you know, he is he's doing his thing. You know, he, he's all over the place. <laughs> Heard he's in Cali now. Uh, he showed up to Rucker the other day. Hoop with a town. It, it's all good, man. I, that was I have dope. nothing for respect. I have nothing but respect for uh, Rabbi Drew. But it's not me, man. It's just that was not dope. Th- I'll let him know you said it was dope, man. He'll, he'll probably appreciate you, Blaze. I think you and Rabbi. I think you and the Rabbi would get along, man. I can't wait to meet him. Um, we got our, we got we got our second question coming in from my boy Bobby White. White is spelled with a Y. I love when white is spelled with a Y. I was a little confused about this question. <laughs> it goes, "Who's the best shooter from a scooter?" Well, it actually is Bobby White because Bobby White had a he's a trainer out of the um, New Jersey area. Nice. He uh he got he had a bad ankle injury and um I, I poked some fun with him on my pod because he was actually on the dr ditch <laughs> shout out to dr ditch they got some combo socks he was actually on the dr ditch nice. shooting from his scooter you know that little scooter they have when when you when you hurt your ankle or your knee you just i love that yeah one. so he with the knee on it <laughs> and he was rolling around <laughs> that's exactly what it was and, and he just he was making a bunch of shots in a row i don't know it was like 10 or 20 but it was just amazing a, a lot of inspiration <laughs> from bobby white man Bobby White's the man. He, yeah, shout out, shout out to Bobby White, man. And he, he always, he always he, listens to the show. He always shows support. And uh, whenever I can, I go down there and chop it up with him in Jersey. And for, and for that reason, we granted him a second question. And this one goes, I, I love this one. Are you ambidextrous with the floater or just that good? Well, you know, Blaze, you know, you know how it is. Um, nah, I actually worked at it. Um. I started doing that, um, I call it the combo 20-minute workout, but it's actually the Steve Nash 20-minute workout. And when I started doing that, mm-hmm. it really gets you shooting runners and floaters in both directions. And that's when I really started developing my offhand floater and eventually became even better than my strong hand, which is crazy. But that's how that... You had the, you had, 
You have the floater with the right. You have the left and the right. Yeah, I mean, my left is good, but my right is great, which is crazy because I'm actually left. Yeah. yeah. That's how that that's came. Different. The combo 20-minute workout. So if there's anybody listening, that's a great workout to do. You could get it on YouTube, uh, the Steve Nash 20-minute workout. And it's really time efficient. You get a lot of mm-hmm. shots up and a variant and a lot of different kinds of shots. You know, it's a really great workout. I, I, I recommend that you do it once a week. Um, I, I don't re- okay. recommend you do it every day because working with a partner, playing your sport, getting in the weight room, you need a nice balance, you know. But once a week is great for the Steve Nash 20-minute workout. I really recommend it. I love it. I love it. So we have a next question coming in from Adrian PYO. And, you know, they go a little deep with this one. And uh, Adrian wants to know, what's your inspiration and what drives you every day? Wow, man. Actually, at this point, it's the podcast, man. It's just having people reciprocate what I give to them. You know, when I, when I, things like that are just like amazing to me and it makes me keep going to give people this free content. They don't even have to pay for it. Give them entertainment. Like I really enjoy being an entertainer. Like I really enjoy entertaining people, making people happier. And that's what gives me inspiration right now. All the people that actually listen to Combos Court, follow me on Instagram and everything I do, man. Rock their combo socks, drink their combo shakes. And mm-hmm. uh, all those people that are going to make it to my uh, combo statue ceremony, Blaze French, you're definitely VIP. Yes, you'll sir. definitely be VIP there. I know you'll bring the body armor. Please, you know, I know. Please have me there. Please. You're there, man. You're there, 100. VIP, VIP section. You only, I, yeah, Blaze but I did, French only does VIP section anyway. I know that. Come on, you know. But I did want to know. I did want to know. You said now your inspiration. I would like to know what was your inspiration before, you know. I mean, to, Compared to, now. to be very honest, I like, I just wanted to be, this might sound crazy, but I just wanted to be the greatest basketball player ever when I was little. That's what really inspired me. Nothing wrong with that. And um, in anything I do, I just want to be the greatest, you know? I love That's it. just always what it was with me. It's a mindset right there. Definitely. De- definitely. Do you feel the same way? I definitely want to be. I was just thinking to myself, uh, you know, about 10 minutes ago, I was like, if I'm going to do something. I'm gonna go all out. I'm not gonna half-ass it. I'm either if I'm gonna do it, it's gonna. I'm gonna go crazy. I gotta put my mark on. I gotta be aggressive with it, or don't do it at all. You know, leave your print on it. You know, if you if you're gonna do, I it, agree 100. You know? And that's one thing that I'm very proud of myself. Like during my career, I was 100 percent in. Like I wasn't worried about anything else. I was just all into basketball from seven to 34. You know, that's I was just all mm-hmm. basketball, and I'm happy for it, man. I'm really happy I did it like that. I love it, man. I, lo- I love your joy for the game. You definitely, you know, come out the game, you know, happy. I'm I'm um, spoiled and a little mad about it. Like, I have a little distaste for the game. And it, I wouldn't say it bothers me, but it's refreshing to see someone have such a positive outlook about it. It rubs off on me. So I definitely want to say thank you for that. Man, I thank you, too, for being a good friend, man. And why don't you tell a little bit about where you play since we're on it right now? Um, real quick, um, I went to Holy Cross High School in Queens. It's in Flushing, Queens, where, um, you know, I won a, a city and state championship, um, which was huge. And then I went on to play at UTEP, um, University of Texas at El Paso. High major. Um, yeah, yeah, pre- re- really good school. Um, it's in El Paso, Texas, and I kind of didn't like it. And I was a brat from New York, so I yeah. transferred out. You know, went to St. Peter's, got my master's degree. And then you didn't even go to New York, man. You went to Jersey. <laughs> what was I thinking? What is that? You kidding me? 
At least Hofstra. Go to Long yeah. Island or something, Stop you know? Right. <laughs> shout out to St. Peter's, though. Good people over here. <laughs> Thanks. We won a MAC championship there. We did. So so that saved me. I ain't going to lie. It. I got a MAC championship. I could I can leave my hat Definitely on. got a chip, man. That's big time. Definitely. Definitely. I have a uh, another nice question from DTO Basketball. And they want to know what are some key pointers on how to carry yourself as a professional even at the college level. Yeah, man. Really good question. Devin, man. Shout out to Devin. I, I know who DTO basketball is. He, he's definitely a hooper. He definitely works on his game. And he does have a professional mentality. So keep doing what you do, Devin. But, you know, it takes sacrifice, man. Like, while the other guys are out partying, you might go to sleep early and get the extra work in the morning. You know, you might, when everybody's just hanging out in, in the student center, you might be in the weight room. You know, those, all those little things add mm-hmm. up. And on top of that, it's great to do those things during the season. Like, don't think your your individual work is up when the season starts. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's and, and in college it's about time management. You got to get your schoolwork done. You know, you got to get your basketball and I mean basketball takes a lot of your time. Like Definitely. and and some of that time the team stuff is great, but you're not getting the individual work in as maybe you should be as like you would be getting in the mm-hmm. summer. So you want to try and maintain that. Obviously you won't be getting the same amount of individual work in. You know, it's a team sport. Sure. You got to have your practice you got to travel to games. But I think that's a big part of it, man. Just upkeep during the season and a little bit of sacrifice. And maintenance. I have, I have a really good um question I want to ask you because I've heard stories. I know you said something about sacrifice and, and everything. I've heard stories about guys who s- still party, still like you see these guys at the parties, you see these guys at the functions. But when it comes to the morning time, when they get to work, they're they're working like animals and you're like yo this guy was partying with me this guy was doing everything and how is his his motor is is, i guess is what i'm trying to get to you know some guys just have that motor where they could you know they're just super hungry i've seen i've seen guys out there on the court playing like they got child support and and everything they got going you know and you kind of want to get out those guys way you're like whoa yeah you know so i kind of you know sacrifice of sure you know everything is where but some people or or can you obtain a motor like that is that something god gifted do you believe i think motor is somewhat god given look at dennis robin man he used to party like an animal and then go super hard at practice and then be on the treadmill before and after practice but you know dennis robin is one of a kind and not everybody could be like that <laughs> you know what i mean it's like it's like Absolutely. it's like somebody in music like there's always that one person that you could look to like let's say little uzi vert that he just he went viral, you know what I mean, and it worked out for him. But other guys put years and years and years in before they pop. So Absolutely. I think that you have to look at your own journey and not really look at those guys that are one in a million. You know, I mean, it could happen for it could True. happen for you too. I'm not saying it can't, but you want to put your due diligence True. and your best foot forward. Don't be trying to bank on you having that. Right, right. right. Don't know? bank on it. But <laughs> if you get it, man, I'm happy for you. You know what I mean? That's awesome if you can get that one hit that leads you to an awesome career but, and to keep that awesome career you're gonna have to put the work in you know you're gonna have to like let's say you have that one song little uzi flirt had maybe that couple songs that popped he kept working at it now he's doing other things you know what i mean so definitely yeah. definitely i have a really good question from chris angel i love chris angel good name on that name just goes goes well yeah who was your inspiration growing up well to be honest my inspiration always came from within, but some of the guys I looked at were like, I could, I, I guess you could say role models were, was definitely pistol Pete. 
I love the way you play the game. Yeah. It was a little bit before my time, but I used to get all his tapes and I read all his books and I even seen that movie he had called The Pistol. Oh. Um, he was, yeah, he was a he was a big inspiration to me. Um, his flair for the game was awesome, and and Michael Jordan, man, Michael Jordan, uh, was a big fan of his. You know, used to watch all his games and um, just loved the way he played. Growing up, loved the Bulls. You know, but yeah, man. But I think honestly that inspiration should definitely come from within that that's my opinion um i think that's just trying to be the better version of yourself every day i have a really funny question combo i'm not gonna lie i don't know it's just funny to me (laughs) because i know you okay Um, it's from stamp elite training shout out to stamp elite training they want to Jason, Jason Stamper, Stamper. my god they want to know how do ball players deal with life after retirement Wow. Well, well, shout out again to Jason Stamper. He actually played at Minnesota, nice. uh, played overseas, a really good player, really hard worker, and is a great trainer in the New York City area now. Always appreciate Jason. Yeah, man, it's tough because I think athletes and basketball players, their whole identity is sometimes wrapped around being an athlete. A lot try and find something within the game. You know, they coach or they train or even some become sports broadcasters. So I think that's the best way to deal with it, stay involved in your sport because you probably have a passion and love for it. But it's definitely something that is not easy to deal with, you know, because your whole life you put so much time into this sport and then boom, it's over. And another point is, you know, to those young kids that are playing their sport, enjoy it, man, because it doesn't last forever. I totally agree. And uh, I definitely would add in to just kind of be diverse, Um, you know, growing up, you know, be into different things and everything like that. But when when you're wrapped in something and you're so focused on it, it's hard to even think about anything else. You're like, plan A is going to work. And, you know, so it's, it's yeah. to each his own, you know. I, I think it's important to realize that even if your career goes perfect, play 10 years in the NBA, what are you, 32, 33? You still have 40 years left of life. So it's very yeah. important to start thinking about your next step after your athletic career. And I love LeBron James, you know, he, you know, more than an athlete and, and bigger than basketball. And I love, you know, the, the culture is going to more entrepreneurship and everybody wants to own teams and, and more business mindset. So I think, I think we're in good hands, you know, that's definitely a beautiful thing. Shout out to LeBron, man, for sure. Definitely. definitely. We have our next question coming in from only Miguel. He wants to know, this is, this, you know, this one here. Oh man, this one does it for me. Yeah. <laughs> He wants to know, is there any advice for me getting to one day play in Dykeman? I have a dream to one day play in the tournament, have the crowd going crazy, and drop 20. Miguel, wow. you, Miguel you're not the only one who dreams of that. We, there's a lot of people who dream of it, and uh, I, sh- I share that with you, Miguel. Definitely, but sports yours, Combo. Yeah, I mean, you were laughing. I, I do find the question a little bit funny, but I can understand where he's coming from. You know, when I was a kid, I was like 12, 13. I was, I used to hear about these tournaments, you know, and there was no social media back then. So you used to just hear about them, like how crazy these things were. So I used to like make my way to Rucker, you know, dribble mm-hmm. my ball, make my way to Rucker, <laughs> watch the games. And I was like, whoa, this is crazy. And this is something I want to be a part of. And years later, I was a part of all that stuff. And it was cool. And it, it is a vibe and um, basketball at its rawest, at its rarest, rawest, sorry, rawest form. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just the crowd going crazy. There's no plays. You know, there's there's a coach, but it's not like in college or in high school. It's not a, it's not structured. You know, it's yeah. fun. And but there's also 
there's good and bad from it. You know, if you get too caught up in that, you can kind of lose focus on getting your college scholarship or if you're a higher level player becoming a pro or focusing mm-hmm. on organized basketball. Sure. So, so there's good and bad that comes from it. But I think for me, it was more good than bad for sure. It, it gave me a toughness. You know, these tournaments in New York City definitely give you a toughness that you can't get anywhere else. And that's how we grow up in New York City. That's how we, we, grow, we grow up playing in these tournaments. And, and, it, was, totally and, it, all, and, and it was just to answer the question, yes. um, you just got to keep working on your game, man. And playing in as many tournaments as possible. Other people will see you play if you're doing well. And they'll bring you to different tournaments. And then one day, somebody will probably ask you, hey, you want to play in Dykeman? Yep. Well, you realize it. You know what I mean? If you could hoop, you could hoop. And they're going to find you. And they're going to put you in every tournament. Because coaches are always looking for players to play in these tournaments. Definitely. Definitely. And, I, and I'll say, Miguel, uh, Body Armor will definitely be putting a team in, in Dykeman. I don't know if, uh, if it's next year, but that'll definitely happen. And I'll check your film. I'll check your Instagram. And we'll see, you know, if we could give you a shower. I definitely had some great memories in Dykeman, man. That I- crowd is something else for sure. Shout out to Kenny, man. You know, when you said it's a vibe, that really resonated. Like, to experience that and the euphoria that you get from from the energy. And I, and I can only imagine, like, going for 20 and having a huge game there. That that stuff, man, yeah, that's Kenny, a lifetime worth of memories right there. T-shirt league to something that's now in video games, um, world-renowned. It's, it's, it's really awesome. It's really awesome what he did there for that community. I have, I have another question from my boy, Plasky. I love that name, Plasky. Um, he wants to know, he says, I practice 15 to 20 hours a week and I don't miss in the gym. But when I get into the game, it's like I've put in no work. I have some good games and seem to be getting better. But what can I do to help that? Well, first of all, you seem to be getting better. So that, that's a good start right there. It might not happen exactly on your time. But if you're seeing improvement, um, that's a great sign right there. Um, it's kind of a hard question to answer if I don't actually see what you're doing in the gym. I mean, I hope you're going game speed, game spots, game shots, using your time wisely in the gym. And sometimes you, I would love for you to listen to five keys to reach your hoop dream episode one, because it's really all about balance. You know, you mm-hmm. might have, you might be doing all the skill work. Great. But maybe you're not athletic enough for that skill to show, or maybe you're, you're, sure. you're doing a little bit too much skill development. I wouldn't say there's a thing as too much skill development. Maybe you could balance some of that time playing your sport a little bit more, you know? Yes, yeah. Um, all these things go into performance. You know, it's all about performance. It's, it's not about the show or the look. It's, it's really about performance. So maybe a little more balance, but not I'm not with them in the gym. So it's kind of a hard – that's the best way I could answer it for them. Yeah, I mean, how do you feel about, you know, practice players and, and, and players that – are really good, you know, practice-wise. But then when it comes to the games, they're not able, you know, to perform like that or, or show that. I mean, because I, I, know, I know a ton of trainers and a ton of guys who make things, you know, you could look good, but there's nothing like really being out there and the instincts of it, you know, I would say is huge. So definitely balancing it, playing the, the sport, going going up to Dykeman. You know, I think you, sh- you and Miguel – Plasky and Miguel should definitely go up to Dykeman and, and play in there and have those instincts and that atmosphere. I think that really, like, molds a player and, and definitely and, you know, gets you out there. It gives you playing experience. It adds toughness, all that stuff, man. That's why growing up uh, in New York City as a basketball player is so awesome, you know what I mean? 
It's my God combo, man. It's, it's always a pleasure, man. Chopping it up with you, man. You're, you're, you're wise beyond your years, well, Blaise, man. Uh, I appreciate you that. being here. I think you did an awesome job, you know, and I'd love to have you back on the show. Man, it was an honor and a pleasure. And, a, and if I could get back up here, man, I'm, I'm grateful, man. You're, you're, you're wise, man. And, and tell Rabbi Drew, if you ever see him, tell him I said hello. And, and I would love to do a skit with him if I could. I, I don't know if you know, I did get verified on Instagram today. So kind of a, Mark, kind of a big deal what? right now. <laughs> we recorded with Blaze French on the day he got verified. How much better can we get there? Hey, and then, and then Blaze did say lunch on him that's today, huge. so I'm still waiting for that one, too. Yeah, man, wherever you want to go. You want to go to Blend on the Water? That's a spot. We should, should actually right? do a different spot. Um, so maybe we'll, talk, maybe we'll talk about yeah, it off the, off the recording. You know what I mean? We can't, we can't, we can't let everybody that's know where good. we're at you're all right, the right, time. You know right. what I mean? <laughs>